0: All right. And away we go. I'm Dan Schinder, And
1: I'm Steven Schinder,
0: And we are Yes Shift. Steve's the father. I'm the son. No, I'm the father. Steve's <laughs> the son. I always get that mixed up. I don't know why. Probably because he's more mature than I am. I think all our kids are, except for one.
1: Uh Yeah. Yeah, I was born in 94. You were born earlier at some point. So, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, quite
0: a bit earlier. And uh, we're here on a very fun episode that we're going to do a fun exercise that we elicited information from you, the fans. But first, we want to acknowledge a very monumental anniversary of the late, great Alan White. Tell them about that, Steve.
1: Yeah, so today is July 30th, 30 or 50 years ago in 1972 is when Alan White performed his first Yes gig in Dallas, Texas. And, uh, you know, three days ago, uh, you had Joe Cass from Total Master Tain on Tribute to the Tributes of Run Drum Talk TV. And I believe that was on the 50th anniversary of when he started rehearsing the songs like three days before. So it's... Oh, pretty wild that we were able to catch both of those anniversaries. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. definitely. I
1: I might, I might do a vlog tomorrow
0: to, or, you know, we'll talk about that or on drum talk TV folks, where I'll play to a bunch of Alan White. Yes. Music in honor of that. And in honor of him, if not, maybe during the week.
1: Yeah, and the online, like, audio recordings available from that first show, it's kind of muddy, but there's an hour of stuff if people want to, like, check that out. Uh, I'll just go ahead and put that uh, in the comments. Like, just pop that in there. Cool. Uh, um, yeah, and, you know, talk about Monumental. You know, he was with Yes for pretty much half a century. and Who like, holds he- a job
0: that long? in any industry, you know?
1: Yeah. And, you know, he left his mark. And there is a recent uh, John Anderson quote from an Ultimate Classic Rock interview. You know, they did a couple uh, articles with John, one where he talked about Close to the Edge and another where he talked about some other stuff, like, you know, the Elias sequel being like four and a half hours or something. But uh, in that more recent one, he said about Alan, it was a remarkable feat. He was a very dedicated guy. So you know, talking about learning the songs in three days, yeah. um, and he also said he played on "Imagine." That was a ticket to freedom forever.
0: Yeah, that you know that's a a great quote. You froze up. I hope our signal's okay. Um, but think about that. He played on "Imagine." "Imagine" is kind of like Steve. Why don't you jump off and jump back in? You're frozen for some reason. Imagine is like um, it's it's the soundtrack of a generation or a movement, if you will. And the fact that he played on that is just amazing. And I don't I don't know why Steve's frozen. Uh, let, Let me just tell him through phone text to. Hey, Steve, jump off and jump back in. You're you're frozen. Hopefully that went through just in case let's do it a different way oh it did okay he played on imagine, but he also played on you know uh all things must pass by George Harrison I mean if you really think of what he did even before he was in yes and then consider all the crazy things um crazy things all all the the deep deep catalog he played on within. Pretty much 50-year career of playing with. Yes, he passed away. I think it's 65 days short of that. Um, uh, still dealing with that. Wow! Yikes! Um, Got to reach out to Gigi. Gigi, if you're watching, I will talk soon. Um, so we came up with an idea, and and I admit this is my weird idea. We came up with this idea to make a list of people's least favorite Yes songs. Doesn't mean you have to hate the songs, but Steven's back. Uh, I'm just telling you about that episode, Steve. We, we asked people to send in their five least favorite Yes songs. Doesn't mean you have to hate them, just the, the bottom five for whatever reason. And then Steve and I, we're gonna read a bunch of lists. And then Steve and I each made a 15 song list from those lists uh we don't know what's on each other's list we haven't talked about it i did mine right before we went live um so let's just dive in and take turns reading songs that people wrote in and i think folks you'll be very surprised i was i still am of what some of the songs are on these lists but i think it just goes to show that everyone's got a different perspective of this band's amazing catalog that covered actually so many different genres of music within prog rock. Right, Steve?
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for explaining the episode. Uh, what was the last thing I said before like my internet connection got interrupted? Um,
0: it, it was when we were talking about Alan you know, having that 50-year career, and John's quote of Imagine And then I chimed in and started explaining how Imagine is basically the soundtrack of a generation and of a movement, of the 60s movement, and that he also played on other John and Yoko material, and he played with uh, George Harrison. He's on All Things Must Pass.
1: Yeah, and uh, okay, so what I was uh, also saying was... uh, if you're interested, you can go to miguelbased.com and submit to play for Chris, which is play for Chris and Alan this year. See the instructions there. You could uh, play along to a yes song or something and, you know, just pay tribute to Chris and Alan now that Alan has passed away as well. So go see the instructions there. Um, and real quickly, just as we're talking about people who've departed, uh, Jay Shellen posted about producer Michael James Jackson's passing. He worked mm. on a Hurricane album he was on. So many That's condolences right. to people connected to him. Um, and Steve Howe announced that there's another album of Virgil Howe recordings. Yeah. You know? So, you know, we had Nexus about five years ago, and now this is the follow-up Lunar Mist coming out on Virgil's birthday, September 23rd. So Nice. Looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, I think we had Nexus as a topic idea on our list for a while. So we'll have to talk about that. And then this when that comes oh, out on his
0: birthday. Yeah, we'll do that.
1: Yeah. And Steve, how uh, there's an article where he talked about Roundabout over at Ultimate Classic Rock. And there's also while talking about songs, there's also uh Getty Lee quote, that I guess, sort of. I'm not sure how recent it was, but he said which Yes song gets him very teary-eyed and asked people to guess. So do you want to take a guess at what it was real quick, Dad?
0: I I actually read the article,
1: but it it
0: wasn't the (laughs) song I thought. I thought it was going to be the song that I get teary-eyed, which is Turn of the Century.
1: Yeah, lots of people guessed Turn of the Century, Onward. Tempest Um, Fugit. No, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And there might have been like a couple other guesses, but those were like the big ones. But the one he said was, And You and I by Yes is so beautiful, especially when I listen to it now. The combination of nostalgia and pure sonic beauty is pretty moving. So, yeah, that was kind of a surprise. I think we've heard it so many times that we kind of take for granted how emotional the song can be. Yeah.
0: And we know how uh, impactful Chris was on Getty's playing. So, So that's cool. Let's dive into this episode. I'm so excited about this. So, folks, here we go. We're going to take turns reading people's bottom five. And then we're going to give you our set list of 15 songs each from these. And the whole idea of this, when I thought of the idea, was to, to take the bottom five from fans, put together a set list. And I think we'd all be surprised on how neat most of us, some of us, any of us would think that setlist would be to see performed. So, Steve, why don't you read the first one?
1: All right, so the first one we have on here. Um Did I mention well, I'm excited
0: of- about this process? This <laughs>
1: I just think this is so fun. All right, well, I, include, I included this one real quick, even though it's just one. Uh, I tried asking if they could include four more, but Bob Mander says Roundabout is too overplayed. Um, and I agree, and this is kind of a spoiler, but I did not include Roundabout on my set list. So like regar- Regardless of whether we're counting that song or not, since it's not in a top five, like I'm just not including it either okay, way. Okay, that does surprise
0: my- me. I did include it, but something about it might surprise you.
1: <laughs> okay, um, and then Brian Harris said, I find something rewarding in every Yes song, but these are the ones with the fewest rewards for me. Angkor Wat, New State of Mind, Can I, Clear Days, and Arriving UFO. So I can kind of get where he's coming from. You know, Can I is kind of just a repeat of We Have Heaven. Uh, Clear Days is my least favorite on the Time Endo Word album. And, you know, these others, like, again, I can kind of see why people might not vibe with them as much, but yeah. Do, do you have any thoughts on that? Before um, do you want to I, go to the next one?
0: No, but I do, I do agree with you. Um, the funny thing about Angar Wat is we don't really know how many Yes members are on that song because right. it's part of <laughs> Union, but um, I actually like the meaning of this song because um, Angar Wat is a physical location that at the time was thought of to be the center of the universe. Um, so I kind of I like the story. But, yeah, I, I don't think that there's anything too crazy right there.
1: Right, Even yeah. though I, I
0: personally like Arriving UFO. I love the story, and I love the jam in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Rarely played live, played it.
0: rarely. But live, had sounded really cool. cool. Mm,
1: yeah. So you want to read the yep. next one? Next one. I- Yeah, I'd probably butcher the pronunciation of this. I'm going to take a stab
0: at it. I think it's Vajta Bukowski. So um, he says, thank you for doing this podcast. Tuning in always makes my day better. Thank you. That is really nice. Thank you. Uh, So here we go. Sister Sleeping Soul. And he he gives nice commentary as he goes as well. So I'm going to read those. Sister Sleeping Soul finds uh, it repetitive, gets Bored by it, thinks John Davidson has written better songs. Future Times Rejoice, which is a shocker to me. I love those songs. Uh, It says it's uh, where the high-pitched keys on the album bother them the most. Uh, Where Will You Be finds it to be a bland intro to the bombastic, epic, endless dreams. Interesting. I get that. Um, The Solution Too many ideas in five minutes and loud moments of ambient track after caused drink to spill in car. I love that. Um, Play by play. And then I've seen all good people. I'll comment on that later. (laughs) Heard it too many times. Doesn't like the mix on CD having vocals and guitar on one side and the drums on the other side. Yeah, that's whack. Interesting. Thanks for the list, Vibetra. I hope i'm pronouncing your name right
1: yeah and yeah like like you future times did surprise me but you know it gave good reasoning and i Um, love playing that
0: those together i love playing that on the drums just love that
1: yeah and i remember uh you were pretty unaware of the ambient track after the solution because you have the cassette version of that album and it's on the CD. So when I like, showed it to you in like the late 2000s, it took like a couple minutes before the vocal thing came in. And yeah. one, once they were young, waiting for them, you're like, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> That's right. Um, um, for those who don't know, this is
0: a cassette. Just for those of you that may be too young or haven't been to a museum lately, this is a cassette. <laughs> Why do I have cassettes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, but I'll go ahead and read the next list. So okay. this comes from, uh, j- just give me a moment. This comes from Nick Kokosius, uh, who actually commented over on Yes Shift just a moment ago, said, Anchor Want is my favorite track on Union. So oh, again, interesting. That- yeah, so again, that highlights how someone's least favorite might be a favorite of someone else. Exactly, and you just wait.
0: There's a lot more of that coming, folks. It might blow your mind what some of the songs are on here.
1: Right, so Nick says uh, five least favorite and, you know, numbered these one through five, but anyway, it says City of Love, Walls, Real Love, The Man You Always Wanted Me To Be. I love and then, that song. And then Somehow, Someday... So, yeah, three Yes West tracks right there. And then we get the Chris Sung song and the more John Anderson reworked song. He's done like three versions of that song, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting yeah.
0: list. A little, little uh, like you said, heavy on the Yes West, but okay, cool. Er- thank you, Eric Mendlow. Here we go. Three from Tormato, Circus of Heaven arriving UFO and release release and then he's got believe again and subway walls
1: yeah so two from heaven and earth right there yeah yeah I think some of these uh, choices like come from some of the albums we might expect like there is kind of a little trend which I guess we'll talk about like toward the end I yeah guess. but some big curveballs big curveballs yeah and then we get Colvin Angler Houston, who says "Circus of Heaven." Uh, so we got that one again. The Ice Bridge, Bumpy Ride, Sweetness, and then insert uh rape and track here. Just didn't get that era. Um, I, I, I yeah, I, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I I tried replying uh, asking is there like a least favorite Yes West track out of all that, but I didn't get a response. So okay, um, and but, I yeah, wanna
0: like, I wanna throw in something that I forgot to mention at the top, something Steve and I realized after we started promoting this, when we okay. started seeing some of the very interesting least favorites, which are coming, uh, that's one of them, I think, anything from the Rabin era. But I said, man, we should have asked people when they started listening to Yes, because there's some context there, I think. And I think this is a good example. He probably – um might be older, like my age or older, and, you know, around 60. Yes, around 60. And and maybe just that's too poppy for him and not epic enough, if that makes any sense.
1: Right. Or they could be younger and have different reasons. Like, we don't really know maybe. everyone's background. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. It could be so many reasons. Okay. Uh Simon Tarkowski says, Bumpy Ride, Mystery Tour, Love Shine, No Way We Can Lose, and Wonder Love, three from Open Your Eyes.
1: Yeah. Um, Um, And, sorry, I was just going to say, and Mystery Tour, you know, uh, one of those bonus tracks on The Quest, and Bumpy Ride, the part from Fly From Here that people sort of debate, or I guess lots of people agree that it's kind of filler or kind of out of place. So... Yeah, I totally am not surprised by that, really. Um, And then we get Christopher Lee, the actor. uh, No, he's deceased. Sorry. Um, Yeah, I I love Christopher Lee, the actor. But Yeah. uh, yeah, this Christopher Lee says, step beyond man on the moon, music to my ears, mystery tour, and don't take no for an answer. I love man on the moon. I love that song. So, yeah, four of these are from, like, the 2010s to 2020s, and then yeah. Man on the Moon is sort of the odd one now from Open Your Eyes back in the 90s, so interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Kevin McKivrigan uh, only listed Step Beyond. Um, I tried asking what the other four might be, but in any case, like, Step Beyond is on this doc either way, so, you know, it's whatever. Yeah.
0: Then we have Shirley... Francis Hauk, Looking Around, something from way back.
1: Yeah, the first album. Side
0: of the Sky. That's a shocker for me. But everyone's got different musical sensibilities. And it just shows the crazy arc of music this band put out. Mm. But wait, there's more. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> I can kind of get that. I think it's a beautiful song. But soon. Are you ready yeah, for the I- next two folks?
1: Yeah, they didn't say gates of delirium. So like just that section is understandable. But yeah, go yeah. ahead.
0: Brace yourself. Awaken. <gasps> John Anderson's favorite Yes song. Right. That one and the next one are my favorite Yes songs. That one and the revealing science of God. And I get yeah. how someone could not be into the whole Tales thing. I totally get that. That's, that's a whole thing over there.
1: Yeah, th- this <laughs> is probably the most surprising list so far. So
0: far, yeah. For what you uh, would think a stereotypical Yes Fam would like. But again, I think age or when you started listening to them and what you do like has a lot to do with the don't like part. What you don't favor. Go ahead for the next one there, Steve.
1: Right, so Alexis... This one's Guz- <laughs> Yeah, Alexis Guzian says... You can randomly take five open your eyes tracks, uh, except the title track and maybe Man on the Moon, and that will do. Well, at so, least it likes Man on the Moon. <laughs> yeah, and, and and Open Your open. Eyes, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, and then CJ Irwin says Circus of Heaven, Holy Lamb, that that is, don't go, and the solution. So again, like Circus of Heaven's another repeat. Holy Lamb, you know, you've talked about the reasons that you're not as into it. Um, Like, I think your reasoning was it sounds more like a John Anderson solo song or something, right?
0: Yeah, it could be on Elias of Sun Hello.
1: Huh. Yeah, I can't imagine it on Elias, but maybe one of his other albums. Yeah. Um, That that is like, I love that song musically, but, but I can also understand how maybe the subject matter might be a bit much for someone. Um, don't go. It's sort of, I can get
0: ding,
1: why. It, ding, it... Ding, it... <ıt> <laughs> yeah. I, I can get why that's might be considered like corny by someone. And, you know, the solution, uh, just talked about, um, like a bit ago. Um, oh, I, I just saw a comment from Mike Tiano saying, just seeing this, but I never cared for that. That is. Somehow hearing John Anderson trying to be topical, uh, you know, saying about the stuff happening to the babies sounded jarring and the arrangement really misses the mark. interesting. Yeah. So again, like different opinions and I can totally see why it might not be for everyone.
0: Yeah. Uh, then we have Chris moon, uh, parallels. That's interesting. A Big Generator, Arriving UFO, Tempest Fugito. I'm just making up another way to pronounce that song. Tempest Fugito. And Don't Kill the Whale. Interesting mm. mix. Um, interesting mix. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I think Parallels is the more surprising one to me on there. But, I agree. Um so next we have rick harrison who says a from the yes album of course uh another mention of circus of heaven and another mention of arriving ufo interesting so there's kind of a trend fortune seller from open your eyes and finally from the latter and then rick adds i didn't include the first two or the two most recent studio albums in my selections You know,
0: in this list, I've been telling Billy Sherwood since I met him in 98 that I love Fortune Seller. I love the production on that. I love that song. And uh, finally surprises me more than anything on there. I love that song from the latter.
1: Yeah, finally has never been played live. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, if
0: they Um. did, that would give the title even more meaning.
1: I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, finally we're playing this live. But, yeah, I'm curious about, like, the omission of first two and last two albums. Like, maybe Rick's not as familiar or maybe it's too hard to narrow down. But yeah. in either case, I kind of like the symmetry of that in a weird way.
0: Yeah, I agree. Totally. Um, uh, so- Jeffrey Frohling, Uh yeah. Clear Days from Time and a Word. The Ancient from Tales. State of Play from Talk, Universal Garden from Open Your Eyes, and Damaged World from The Quest. Mm. I happen to like State of Play, even though it has almost a Michael Jackson cutting edge pop sort of element to it. I like that song. I love the slide guitar solo Trevor does. I like that song. I think the production's interesting. I could get why someone might not be into Tales, let alone the Ancient, as much as I love it. Um, anything else on there surprise you, Steve?
1: Um, Not really. Like, I can see why the Ancient might feel meandering to someone. State of Play I also love, but it is kind of, you know, out there in a way. Like, even for a Yes song, like Go Figure, but... Yeah, that one probably hasn't been played live. Even though I do recall, like, a '90s interview, Alan said they may have tried it, but I suspect maybe that was like in rehearsal or something. Rather yeah, than, like, I've never found stage. a
0: live version.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, then we get Keith D. Thomas, who says "Beyond and Before," so that's the first track off the first album, "Holy Lamb." No way we can lose. From the balcony. So we have two open your eyes tracks there. And a heaven and earth song, Living in a World of Our Own. That one I can kind of get. It's it's more of a bluesy song, which I can understand some might like to them, it's like not their preferred sound for yes. You yeah, know? I agree. So yeah.
0: Uh so yeah. Interesting. And then Nicole Chase. Uh Oh yeah, this, this is
1: was like a last minute submission. Yeah. And this so is like, also
0: yeah. where you folks might want to put on your helmet. Um and <laughs> you and I close to the edge, gates of delirium. We're gonna to have to block her from the page. Just kidding, <laughs> just kidding, Nicole. Shock to the system and mystery tour. I'd love to know how old Nicole is or what age range and when you started listening. Uh, if you happen to be on board or you see this later, please comment. I'd love to know that from everybody. I wish we included that in the questions. Didn't think of it till after we started promoting it. But that's an interesting list. I'm going to yeah. guess that she may be younger or even if age isn't the fact just into the much more commercial type music.
1: Right. Or maybe even, you know, could be into some of the 70s stuff, but not like 10 minutes or so long stuff you know yeah um like those first three do surprise me uh shock to the system is not that much of a shock and neither is like mystery tour that's not really a mystery to me even though i do yeah kind of like it it's kind of catchy like both of those songs are I, I really like them in a weird way but yeah interesting uh then we get elizabeth libra who says Least favorites, huh? That's a bit hard for me as I get enjoyment from almost all of the Yes songs uh, They same that they've, that they've had, but I'll try. My bottom five Yes songs, and uh, these are numbered from five to one. You Can Be Saved, so that's um, actually a bonus track on the expanded remastered tornado. It's a Chris Squire written one. It's really well, nice. very I can't very even beautiful. think of it.
0: I need to re- find that.
1: Yeah, and then High, which is another Tormato bonus track, which eventually became a Steve Howe solo song. I don't remember Um,
0: that either. What's wrong with me?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it might have become either Corkscrew or Sketches in the Sun. It was one of those two. I can't remember which is which at the moment. Uh, Somehow, Someday, again, that John Anderson song that ended up on Open Your Eyes – Damaged World, the Steve House sung song, that's one of those three bonus tracks on the Quest. And Minus the Man, uh, another track from the Quest. And then Elizabeth adds, it would probably be something like this. Not tracks I hate, but more like the tracks that I would most likely skip. If bonus tracks don't cut it, then replace them with No Way We Can Lose and Wonder Love. I like the latter one less. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And they do count, the bonus
0: tracks count. But thanks for that, Elizabeth. That's cool. Mitchell, no last name. Mitchell says from the balcony, yesterday and today, sign language, Cans and Brahms, Cans and Brahms, and America. Mm. Interesting. That's a that's eclectic. That's from all over the place.
1: Yeah. And those are numbered one through five. Five. Um, That's right. Sorry.
0: Yeah. I didn't mention that. Yeah. And the last one, Steve, take it. And then we'll give our set lists that we created from these lists.
1: Yeah. So Ziggy says, I don't know, just pick four cuts from the quest. Well, aside from the ice bridge and dare to know those were all right. And Angkor walked uh, apparently this is like, does nothing for Ziggy, uh, and adds LOL, but yeah. <laughs> um, An absolute
0: piece of nothing, LOL. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and again,
0: we don't know how many yes members are even on it. All right, so Steve, do you want to read your list first or you want me to go first?
1: Um. Yeah, I can go first. Okay. So this is in no particular order except maybe chronologically, oh, I guess. I
0: th- I thought you said you were putting them in performance order.
1: Oh, no, the set list uh, I put in performance order. Okay, so you're giving um, your
0: five, then your set list. Yeah. Okay, you give your five, I'll give my five, then your set list, then my set list.
1: Okay, so um, my five least favorite Yes songs, um, and I'm pretty sure this first one I'm mentioning is probably my absolute least favorite, is Dangerous from the Union album. God, I like that I, song. Yeah, I mean, I don't That's know, it's right. more it feels more like it's like club music that I wouldn't really be that into. Slightly I guess.
0: electronica genre.
1: Yeah, somewhat artificial in EDM. places. Yeah. Okay. And then Man on the Moon. Uh mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, like parts of it sound kinda of distorted to me and toward the end it gets kind of repetitive for me. And and I know that some songs by yes, are definitely repetitive, but I'm able to go along with because I like them enough. But Man on the Moon, it's like toward the end, it keeps going round and round and, and it keeps doing that for a good while. And it, in my head, I'm like, OK, I get it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> OK. Uh, then Soft as a Dove from Magnification.
0: Oh.
1: Um, yeah, It like the guitar bits kind of sound like a repeat of from the balcony, which I thought was executed better. And then, yeah, I don't know. Soft as a dove again, like it feels like some of these yes songs, I don't mind them sounding like they're kind of like John Anderson solo songs, but this one feels the most like to me, like it could just be on a John Anderson solo. I agree. Um, and then, uh, What's that other song called? Um, it Was All We Knew from Heaven and Earth. Uh, that one kind of doesn't really do much thought for was gonna me. thought
0: sneeze. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, um, okay. yeah, it, it Was All We Knew. It's just, like, there are little ideas here and there, like the... Which is kind of interesting. But the vocal harmonies don't do as much for me as, like... Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like more could have been done with that song. And then last one from the quest is Music to My Ears. And I'm sure, like, I, you know, I do like the idea of it. You know, it's sort of a positive message, but it kind of feels like a repeat of some of those same issues that I had with It Was All We Knew. Um, So, yeah, those are my five least favorite. Interesting. Um, Yeah, it was kind of tough for me, but... For the reason that I had, I found like a six least favorites. And so I had to like figure out which one Yeah, me too. to, to cut out. And the one that I ended up uh, cutting out was shoot high, aim low, believe it or not.
0: Oh, wow. Um, I am surprised. That's interesting. So I'm going to give mine and I'm only going to give a reason for two of them. Okay. Um, okay. And in no particular order, walls. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, all good people. I, I'd be fine if I never heard that again. And I, <laughs> and, and I think it's, I know that it's so iconic, like, oh my gosh, they did that song. I know that it's way up there. But it's, I just feel like in, in the last 15 years or so, 20 years, it's taken up space in a set list on, live that they could have played something else. It just doesn't, yeah. that's just my own personal thing.
1: Yeah, I, I knew that that one was going to be on your list. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I do agree. It's been overplayed. Maybe if they only played it once every 10 years, we'd have a different view of it. But yeah, yeah, they've just played it to death. But yeah, yeah go on. Uh, step Beyond. Oh, okay. So Heaven and Earth track there.
0: Yeah, Light of Ages. Eh. Yeah, I can see that. Um, oh, I wrote Step Beyond what? twice. Okay, what was that one I got rid of? Wait. One, two, oh, no, these are five now. OK, sorry, because I moved them around. OK. And and lastly, Mystery Tour. okay I, It's a fun story, but I, I, I apologize for this. I, I do like John Davison. You know that.
1: Yeah. I,
0: it just sounds too much like the big red dog jumped over the hedge. The sprinklers went on, and the doggy got wet. It just sounds too like a children's book. <laughs> you know, George got a guitar got together with it just i i'm not there with it sorry i apologize i should make no apologies but i am so that's my five let's move on just with with that explanation no you can give explanation let's hear your 15 song set list made from the submissions of our fans of their least favorite songs
1: Yeah, so – and I had to make adjustments because of some of the last-minute submissions, you know, adding a couple songs. It's like, okay, I have to, like, get this out, put that in. Um, And like I said, I put these in an order that I thought might be a good performance order. Me too. And I don't know if we explicitly explained this, but the way I was thinking of it is that you could imagine that it's played by any Yes lineup, any era. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Let's imagine like we have a time machine or something, or it could be like musicians from like, it could be a tribute band playing tribute to yes. Like, I think no matter who's playing these songs, it's a very bold set list choice, I agree. you know? Um, so the way I would do it, um, and again, I, I guess it goes without saying that like, it would begin with like the firebird suite, you know, oh, opening. okay. Yeah, um, I guess there are, like, other things that could be played, like Young Person's Guide to Orchestra, but I'm, I'm like, a classic, like, Firebird yeah, me too, type of guy. Um, so the set list proper would begin with Beyond and Before. So, you know, the first song from the first Yes album, I think that would throw people off and <laughs> they'd be like, whoa. And then after that, do Step Beyond from Heaven and Earth. Um, I quite like that song. It's sort of... Um, Like I think it's one of the better songs on. Don't don't give
0: too much explanation. Let's just blow through the list so people can get a sense of what that show would be like.
1: Okay, and then uh, subway walls. So again, another heaven and earth song. Then finally from the latter, and then after that you get a quieter song, yesterday and today from the first Yes album, and then I'd put that that is you know sort of an epic before the intermission. And then after the intermission, I do State of Play from the Talk album, followed by New State of Mind, and then Universal Garden, uh, both from Open Your Eyes. And then a Quest song, Minus the Man. Uh, and then you have another epic, The Ancient. And then Holy Lamb. You know, you got mention of the lamb in both of the songs. So And I know it's like a quieter song, so it'd be kind of weird to uh, end the second set. With that, but you could probably like extend it a bit, maybe like make the ending a bit punchier, uh, and then for the encore, I put uh, three tracks: so, future times rejoice, and then looking around, and then release, release, you know, end with like a rocking bang type of thing. Interesting,
0: great. That's a great sis. Yes, think about that, folks. I think that would make for a great show. I think mine would as well thank you thank you thank you (laughs) which i'll read now and i didn't put in an intermission so looking at it um i think i will now okay yeah i will okay here we go and i didn't i didn't okay i'll make these two an encore okay there we go okay ready here we go yeah Firebird Suite into Parallels. Then into New State of Mind. I think that would be great.
1: Oh, yeah. Nice contrast there. Yep.
0: And then Future Times Rejoice, a favorite third position still there. Very positive, uplifting. And then Make Getty Weep with NU and I. (laughs) And then Continue the Beauty with Awaken. Shake Mm. it up a little bit with South Side of the Sky. And get really cerebral with the revealing science of God. Then intermission, let everyone's brains breathe a little bit. <laughs> and then come back with the ice bridge, which I think would be cool. Oh, wow. gall- gallop right into that, because it is a gallop beat right from the mm-hmm. intermission. And then go into that, that is. And then get everyone on their feet and dancing with State of Play. And then freak the fuck out of everyone by, <laughs> for the first time, since maybe the album came out, since Fragile put Roundabout in the set right there after uh, State of Play, then go into Close to the Edge, blow the lid off the arena with Gates of Delirium. And Mm. for two encores, kind of related topics by title, Finally and Tempest Fugit. Just rock them out of the arena with those two. I think that would be a really neat concert.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because some of the choices on both our set lists are not necessarily songs that probably most Yes fans ask for, but I feel like if anyone played either of those set lists, people could still admire the bold decisions rather than playing like some of the more predictable stuff that we're so used to, you know?
0: Yes, and I have to say this. My set list came out nothing like I expected. I did not expect Awaken and You and I, Gates of Delirium or The Revealing Science of God or Close to the Edge to be on the lists. So I put those in because I think that would make a great concert. Without those five songs, this would look and feel completely different. I'd be plugging in some of those other things. But those five epics, epics—I'm including NU and as A Short Epic, that those five songs being on people's lists was a game changer for me. Like, oh, OK, well, I'm going to include those because I would want to see those in a show. So without those, I'd really have to go through the list and think about, like, how would I replace those? And by the way, Steve and myself, we didn't give these set lists any time consideration. Let's go back to the old days, the 70s, when time didn't matter and they were playing three hour, three and a half hour shows, whatever it ends up being. We didn't take that into consideration simply because we didn't have time to do the math. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And we didn't want it to be limiting in that way. That'd be a whole other exercise.
1: Yeah. And I saw a response from Rick Harrison explaining the like not including first two and last two albums thing. So. Rick's explanation was basically that, uh, like, to him, the first two, like, they hadn't really gelled as the yes we know quite yet. And then on the last two albums, you know, Heaven and Earth and uh, The Quest, uh, the only ones he, the other tracks he really likes are The Game and The Western Edge, says, I love The Western Edge. Um, Still exploring that album and re-listening. Um, And Nick is reminding me that
0: Mystery Tour was written solely by Howe, not Davison, Howe. I mentioned John in my comment about Mystery Tour. So thank you, Nick. I forgot about that. Uh, Maybe it's because I was reflecting more so on the way it's sung. It sounds too much like a children's book as well as the lyrics. Um, And I know that that's Howe's nod to big influences. So I respect that. I just... The song is kind of lost on me.
1: Yeah, and I may have misspoken while summarizing, so let me just uh, say this part verbatim. Uh, The only song I like from Heaven and Earth is the game. I love the Western Edge from The Quest, still exploring that album and re-listening. Okay, Um, cool. Douglas, can I read that one? Oh, yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, go ahead. Douglas Reed. Hey, Douglas.
0: Douglas texts me all kinds of fun stuff all the time. Release, Release is a favorite of mine. It was dropped from the set list of the Tormato tour believe after four shows reason being the the bound found it took too much out of them physically. Steve, I think you pointed that out as well once. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's the explanation I've heard. Yeah. And, they and, it at,
0: yeah. And that's just so weird when you think of other songs like sound chaser, gates of delirium, tempest fugit. Um, um, Silent Wings of Freedom, but yet that took too much out of it. That's just weird to me. (laughs) Don't you think? That's like saying we took out Close to the Edge because it's too long, but on that same tour they played Tails, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean this was the Tormato tour, so even if it wasn't like the same as some of those other tours, it was still like late 70s and they were like in their prime, so it's kind of surprising. They played Um, on
0: You and I and Awaken and the medley on that tour, so that's just mind-boggling to me, but what do I know?
1: Yeah, and I also see that Brian Cahoon uh, sent a few Ah. comments over on Drum Talk TV, Uh, so I'll just read a couple of these. Um, Apparently not a fan of John singing Paul Simon, so I guess that's a comment about America. Yeah. Uh, Said, good choices, Dan. Thank Um, you. And said, three hours is good. Uh, I guess pertaining to, like, a three-hour set list. Yeah. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, th- those are like awesome, really interesting lists. And I'd love to hear a set list that really goes like off the wall and just totally unexpected. Yeah,
0: has some and and the lists that we got from people lended us to be able to do that. You know, we both have some wacky things on there. state of play, the ice bridge uh, that that is new state of. Mind, I don't think anyone expects to ever hear those, right? Yeah, maybe the Ice Bridge. I hope. I mean, they're that's so new, but I thought that'd be cool to throw in
1: there. So that was fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, and uh, since since this is current, I also want to like throw in a reminder that uh, Dave Kersner's album The Traveler just came out, and of course features Billy Sherwood on bass on three tracks and John Davison on vocals on the penultimate track. I I gave it a listen earlier. It's pretty good. It's very well-mixed and produced. Um, my favorite song on there is probably For Granted. I need to, like, delve into it more because apparently it's connected to a couple other albums of Dave's. So I'm curious to see if, like, getting familiar with those sort of adds to the experience. But, yeah, people can go check that out at sonicelements.com... Or, .bandcamp.com, rather. Um. <laughs> and Keith,
0: Keith D. Thomas, sorry, I giggled because of this comment. No Way We Can Lose sounds like the theme song to some kid show on Nickelodeon. Oh, uh,
1: the harmonica?
0: or It's just the whole song. So. <laughs> <laughs> we can all find
1: a way to be. I can oh yeah, it, it yeah it does sound kind of like after school special. Yeah, it's very which,
0: sing-songy, follow the bouncy ball type of song.
1: Yeah, definitely. But
0: then again, so is Sound Chaser. So, <laughs> <laughs> cool. That was fun. For those of you who submitted for this and commented on the live, thank you so much. And if you're watching the archive on our Yes Shift page or on Drum Talk TV, go ahead and continue to comment. Thank you very much. And You can listen to these episodes. If you're more of a podcast person, you can go to anchor.fm slash yes shift. And we're on all the major outlets through anchor.fm, our channel there. And you can write us if you dare to suggest some ideas. We've actually put some into action. I think there's still an idea floating out there. We still need to produce, Steve. But our email is yes shift (laughs) podcast. (laughs) <laughs> at gmail.com and in case you're listening there or only know us from drum talk tv's simulcast you can follow us on facebook and see the lives there as well at facebook.com slash yes shift did we do brian harris's suggestion i'm blanking
1: out um, on that oh uh, we we did uh so a while ago his suggestion was talking about yes concert films and we right, covered right. the 20th century ones so far but we still need to do the 21st century ones
0: right right okay so maybe yeah. we'll we'll get to that maybe at some point we'll cover um we'll rate yes books we've re- we've read but that might take some time i'm slow going right. through books simply because i don't have a lot of reading time and a, and a chunk of my reading time is put into reading business books that i like so that that one might take Oh wow!
1: But when's our next show, Steve? So we were thinking of Saturday the sixth, but it's looking like it'll be Sunday the seventh. That's right. At at I believe noon Pacific, and if anything changes, we'll post about it on our Facebook. Yeah, we always.
0: Yeah, Um, thanks. We always promote the shows uh, ahead of time. Um, Nick also says John Anderson said release release was too high and hard to sing interesting and douglas also said side note damn you didn't win the mega millions oh i saw that yeah someone in illinois did um, yeah it was like one and a quarter billion dollars and the second largest for those of you outside the united states it's some crazy thing that goes on here where any schlub can win if they buy the right ticket Oh,
1: uh, but yeah just a quick comment um yeah, I think some of the song choices were from albums we sort of expected, like Tornado, Open Your Eyes, the last couple albums. But look, I think Circus of Heaven probably got the most oh, mentions. Really? Like like four mentions. And then most of them were like once, maybe maybe there were twice, and some were like three. But yeah, I think Circus of Heaven got the most with just four. Oh, interesting. And, yeah, and I, I do kind of get it, but... I also like that song. I like the innocence of it. I, I um, like
0: that song. And I especially like the live version from the first Tornado tour. I was there and the recording of Damien as a little boy talking right. that middle part, the lights basically turned off. The stage was a a blue glow and the, the mirror ball went on and the sparkles are rotating. I saw it in the LA Forum and there's Damien's voice. It was so enchanting. I'm I'm getting goosebumps. It it really was I really am. <laughs> it was it was enchanting. I really liked that. So it's interesting what people do like, don't like, or you know.
1: Yeah, and Simon Barrow just commented, release, release is well within John Davison's range. <laughs>
0: interesting. That'd be neat that'd be neat for them to pull out some weirdly deep cuts like that, you know?
1: Yeah, I imagine it. they'd have to like slow it down at least a little bit. So if they can like rehearse it and get it down like to a place where they're comfortable, I could kind of like, it would just be a surprise either way, I guess, you know? Yeah,
0: and and give Jay a chance to stand out for the first time with the solo. Yeah,
1: with a crowd like, yeah. Um, and Doug Douglas uh, says "Circus of Heaven" was an astounding accomplishment to sing all those lyrics. Yeah, it's got like very colorful yeah, lyrics. And, yeah, and and
0: it keeps going, snaking, winding through. That's right. Yeah, I like um, that. Interesting takes on opposite takes by people. And Eli yeah. commented on my shirt. Loves my shirt. Stephen got me this shirt for my birthday. Surprisingly, I only have one other yes shirt. <laughs> Years ago, I had other shirts and they, they you know, with with uh, with age and time and divorces, stuff disappears.
1: Yeah. And something we forgot to mention is that um, there is this video of floating around that uh, we sh- we shared as well on our page from like 2011 of Alan White with uh, his band White yes. and an orchestra and some other performers like Tracy Bonham playing in the presence of and. Some of ritual, like some of it was instrumental, but I think there was like some singing, at least of the end bits, if I recall correctly, yeah. and it was a really good. So check people should go that, ahead and check that out.
0: Yes, go to our page and check that out. The yes shift page. Yeah. Oh, we put it on Drum Talk TV also.
1: Yeah, so and also yeah. I'll also link it in the show notes for the podcast. Yeah. Okay.
0: Great. Thanks everybody so much for following what we do. We do appreciate it. One more bit of business. Um, I need some new underwear, and there's a way you can help me out. <laughs> Tell them, Steve.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know if that'll entice people, but you, you can uh, support us by going to anchor.fm/slash yes shift. They click the support button, and uh, instead of underwear, maybe we'll buy like I don't know, yes apparel or some ah. other stuff like um, a yes cassette. Right. Yeah. So it, for <laughs> pretty much anything, I guess you can support us that way, and. Uh, yeah, and thank you for following the show, and yeah. hope you keep on enjoying listening to these. This is a hundred percent
0: passion project uh, that we actually. Well, I'm sorry, Steve actually puts a lot of time into the getting ready and everything. And Steve and I both have two very full time jobs. We we work together, at Drum Talk TV, and my marketing company, and we do this because we love doing it. And we always talk about yes anyways. So one day I said, why don't we do a podcast? And that turned into doing Facebook Lives. And so we, we appreciate any way you can throw throw some change and support us for fun. Show us that you love it.
1: If you do, if you
0: hate it, eh, pay for
1: that too. <laughs> yeah, if you hate us, send us money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Thanks, everybody. See you all soon. Bye.